everyone, it's Maria here. And on behalf of Simon and I, I'd just like to thank you for checking out our podcast. Before we get into things, I just want to let you know that this is only part of our online mini service. To check out the full service and find out more about Everyone Church, head to our website at everyonechurch.com.au. Hope you can check it out and see the full service. But for now, let's get into the podcast. Over the past couple of weeks, we've shared around the topic of the promise and the process. And we talked about how God is faithful and trustworthy. And through his word, we see that his promises are sure and they come to pass. But we often get discouraged in the journey, in amongst the journey. And we sometimes lose God in the journey. It's like, where are you, Lord, in this? It's kind of like, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring the graphic back because... It helps simple minds like mine understand. But this is like where we are is here and where God is taking us, the promise, is here. Okay, And this gap in between, that's called the journey. And the journey is filled with ups and downs and mountains and valleys and trials and temptations. And the journey brings pain and a lack of uh, familiarity. The journey requires faith in action. And the journey is often through the valley, right? And last week we shared in in John chapter 4, verse 46 to 53, and how a desperate father uh, came to Jesus and took Jesus at his word and, and believed that when Jesus said, your son will live, he believed him and he acted on his word. He, he moved in obedience in his word. And, and, and it was reminding us that we should do the same. We should stand on the words of Jesus, trust in the words of Jesus. In these red, these red letters in our, in our Bible, if you've got a red letter Bible like me. And the big point we've been trying to encourage ourselves around is that the God of the promise is also the God of and in the process. You don't journey alone. It's with him. He's there. We can trust him every step of the way. And we love when God delivers something suddenly, right? Like it just happens. But for every end suddenly of God, the truth is there's a multitude of ends slowly of God. But even in the slow journey, even in the valley, he is with us. And we got to remember to trust him in the midst of the process. Amen. And so today on our first ever Everyone Sunday, so exciting. I've got my church merch right on my heart. Everyone, we want to focus in on bringing Jesus to everyone everywhere. And what does promise and process look like in the light of our mission? We want to be mission-minded, mission-hearted. Well, what does promise and process look like? So we're going to read from Luke chapter 5, verse 17 to 26. So if you're in our live room, it's in the notes section. Uh, if you're part of our, our chat stuff, if you're listening on a podcast or watching later, well, look it up. It's We're looking up the uh, new living translation and, and we're going to read it all through and then we're going to break it down. Okay, so here we go. Luke Chapter 5, verse 17 to 26, it says this. One day, while Jesus was teaching, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law were sitting nearby. It seemed that these men showed up from every village in all Galilee and Judea, as well as from Jerusalem. And the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up on the roof and took off some tiles. 
Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd, right in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, Young man, your sins are forgiven. But the Pharisees and teachers of religious law said to themselves, Who does he think he is? That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, Why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. And immediately, as everyone watched, the man jumped up, picked up his mat, and went home praising God. Everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe, and they praised God, exclaiming, We have seen amazing things today. Wow. I love it. Imagine the scenes. Word is getting out that Jesus is healing people. Jesus was in Capernaum at this point, and we believe that this miracle takes place well after the one we focused on last week with the official son. So you could imagine that word about Jesus and what he is doing and able to do is getting around. In fact, it says that people traveled from all over Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. Now, Jerusalem was like 126 kilometers away from Capernaum. So you're talking about a mass of humanity moving in faith, in wonder, in, in, in amusement maybe, in wanting to know what this was all about and what was going on. It's a big deal. Lots of people coming from everywhere. And then we have this paralyzed man. Helpless, hopeless, broken, cast aside by society. You know, they didn't have healthcare or, or these type of things. Here is just this helpless, paralyzed man and his sleeping mat. And he's unable to move, stuck in his situation, hopeless. So we have the helpless, paralyzed man. And then on the other side, we have the healer, Jesus. We have the helpless and the healer. This is where he is, and this is where we'd love him to be. So there's a bit of a promise and process happening, happening right here. We have this man, broken, bound, stuck. And we have Jesus, the healer, the, the hope, the promise, the helpless and the healer. And what was his process towards healing? What was this paralyzed man's process and what did it look like? Well, we read in verse 18, it says, Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus. What was this man's process towards healing? What took this man from being helpless to being healed? What isn't really the right word here. The, probably the more relevant word to use is who. It says that there were some men, some men, not every man, not every woman, no, but some men, you know, and there are some men and women who are willing to be part of the process between the helpless and the healer. Amen. And they are willing to help someone on their journey towards Jesus. Is that you today? 
And there are many who would rather focus on themselves. You know, one of the sad things about this whole pandemic in, in our, uh, particularly in our country, in our society, is just this focus on self. You know, it's about me and my freedom and my choice and my shopping trips and my mask and my check-ins and me, 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 my, 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 all about me. And if we're not careful, we can allow our hearts to become selfish and self-focused. There are many that would rather focus on themselves. But it says, some men, some men are there. Some women are there who are willing to help someone else. This is the man's process here. We need to ask the Lord to help us to be willing to help someone on their journey toward Jesus. And it's not always easy. We read in verse 19, it says, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some tiles and they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd. (laughs) right in front of Jesus. Are you noticing a bit of a process here? The process isn't always easy, but some men, some women are willing to get their hands dirty, to get uncomfortable, to be inconvenienced for the sake of someone's healing, to lift up someone who cannot lift themselves. Are you willing to stand up Are you willing to get your hands dirty? Are you willing to maybe reach out and help a poor widow who has no home in Burundi? This is what we're talking about here. This is where, you know, the the dreams of the promise and where it gets real. You know, my purpose is not just to sit here and go, thank you, Lord, that you're going to lead me to my promise. No. God wants to make use of me. He wants to make use of you to help someone on their journey. Let's continue. In verse 20, it says, Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, Young man, your sins are forgiven. What did Jesus see? It says that he saw their faith. Not necessarily the faith of the man on the mat. No, it says that he saw the faith of some men, right? Are we willing to be people of faith for the faithless? You know, everyone church is all about bringing Jesus to everyone everywhere. But often, practically, it looks a lot like bringing everyone everywhere to Jesus. And these men, some men, moved in faith and brought this paralyzed man to Jesus. Are we willing to be some men, some women, who are willing to stand up in faith and move people toward Jesus. And I love Jesus' response. Oh man, he, he, he points at and he speaks to this man's biggest need, and that is his sins to be forgiven. And we mentioned this last week, but they brought the man to Jesus in the hope that he would be healed. And Jesus made sure they knew that this man was saved and forgiven. And it drove the religious people crazy. I love that. And Jesus is showing us here, you know, what good are working legs when we remain spiritually dead and in sin. And Jesus wants us to know that he's not just the healer, but he's also the rescuer of those who are lost. And what was what began as help for the helpless turned in 
to forgiveness for the sinner. And that's what we do. We build homes for widows so that they would know they have a home with the Father for eternity. Amen. And we reach out in compassion so that others would know not just the compassion compassion itself, but they would know the one we are representing. And that is Jesus, the source of our hope, the source of our compassion. And it says that they carried this man on his sleeping mat. And when I think about the sleeping mat and what it represents, it was the very thing that held this man for maybe years. Uh, And it represents his home, his comfort, his circumstances. And they lifted him in the midst of his circumstances. Now, it's very difficult for me sometimes to preach at a camera in an empty room, but I feel a preach coming on. It says they lifted him in the midst of his circumstances. I want to ask the question to us today. What does the mat look like for us? Uh, How do we grab hold of people and bring them to Jesus? You, You may not be able to physically pick someone up. But can I tell you, you can still give a hand. You may not be able to physically lay mud bricks for a poor widow in Burundi, but you can pay for some. I can pay for some, absolutely. And where these men filled their hands with a mat and carried this paralyzed man, and they filled their hands with mud, with with roof tiles and 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 whatever it is that they constructed roofs with back then, and they got their hands dirty, maybe God would want you today to fill your hands with willing generosity. Maybe God would want you someday, when we can, and lockdown's gone, to fill your hands with a coffee for someone who needs someone in their life to sit with them and talk with them and be Jesus to them. And guess what? I love that these men, they carried him together. They did it together. It was a team effort. Look, we're not here to twist people's arms into giving to building a home in Burundi. But can I just be honest and upfront? We are pastoring a church that is called Everyone Church. And we have a vision to bring Jesus to everyone everywhere. And the Christian life is not meant to be a self-focused life. The Christian life is meant to be a generous life, a giving life, and not just giving of our money, but giving of our time. But also, let's not pretend that money just doesn't exist. It does. What we do with our money says so much about the attitude of our heart. It really does. And although I may not be able to change the whole world, I can, with the help of my brothers and sisters in Christ, I can help change someone's world. And we are blessed. And even in lockdown, we're blessed. Most of us have probably spent more money on takeout and Uber Eats deliveries than we would care to admit. (laughs) And maybe if you added them all together, you could probably pay for a widow's home already. But some of us, hey, are willing to be some men and some women to help the helpless. Maybe that helpless person looks like a poor widow in one of the poorest nations on the earth. 
or a friend at work or a family member in need. Let your hands be filled with something that carries someone closer to Jesus, just as these men filled their hands with the mat that carried the paralyzed man to Jesus. So let's do it together. Amen and amen. And I cannot wait until in the future weeks where we can report on what it is that we've been able to do together and we give all glory to God for what he is doing in our midst. And I'm so grateful that we can be part of a church that isn't just going to sit in lockdown and be and cross our arms and say, oh man, this, this stinks. We're stuck here. We can't even have park lunches. No, I want to come out of lockdown and say, hey, do you know what? Guess what? We, we stood up. We did something for the Lord. We didn't allow ourselves to just be stuck at home. We, no, no. We, we, we banded together. We pursued God together and we helped someone in need. Amen. So I hope you have an amazing week. And can I just encourage you, if you're watching today uh, or listening on a podcast and you, maybe you're like that paralyzed man and you are in a place of helplessness and hopelessness. You haven't accepted Christ into your life. We want to help you with that. So come on, reach out to us. Let us know. If you want to know more about Jesus, it starts with a decision to say, Lord, I want to follow you, but you need the help of others. Just like this man was lifted up from with the help of others and taken to Jesus, you need help from others. You need help from people to help you understand the word of God. You need help from people to, to pray with you, to, to do life with you. So let us know. Head to our website and we would love to help you follow Jesus today. Have a blessed week and we'll see you next time, hopefully with some amazing news about what we've done in Burundi.